0: Hello, Sid Roth here. Welcome. Welcome to my world where it's naturally supernatural. If you've ever struggled with shame, guilt, or abuse, no more. When my guest shares, people are supernaturally
1: set free. Next. Sid Roth has spent over 40 years researching the strange world of the supernatural. Join Sid for this edition of It's Supernatural.
0: Stan, you grew up in what is becoming more and more occurring, at what is known as a sexually abusive home. Uh, and you knew nothing about Jesus, yet God knew you. And at two years of age, He started reaching out to you. What happened? Well, at the age
2: of uh, two, I was in my bedroom, and uh, I remember seeing uh, literally demons all around that room. And in the midst of that, I heard a bunch of uh, screaming and crying and hurting coming from my my sisters who were being violated behind locked doors from my dad, their dad. And in the midst of that, I was scared, as as a little child would be. And so I, I grabbed the covers. And the only thing I knew to do is to cover, get covered. And so I pulled the covers up over my head. Literally in the midst of that bedroom, there was an aura of glory that came and I felt this presence of peace. And so I pulled down the covers as I heard an audible voice speaking to me. And it was it was a father's voice. It was not subtle and, and simple. It was very much direct in uh, with love and compassion. And it began to speak into my into my life and as it did I had peace and the rest came on me and I fell asleep and all the demons were scattered as soon as I un- uncovered my, uh, myself and looked around, all I could see is the aura of glory and the audible voice of God speaking.
0: Let's fast forward now, I mean, and, and when he says abusive he's just not being real graphic. It's about the most abusive situation I've ever heard of, Stan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fast forward two decades, you're playing professional baseball, but then your career got cut short. Why?
2: Well, I I was scheduled down with the Tampa Bay Devil Rays, and I believe that God wanted to get the devil out of my life to get the Ray light in. And, uh, (laughs) uh, And so as the accident happened... Uh, All I can recall that morning was I was scheduled uh, 11 days later to be in in spring training. And so as as the car accident happened, I went through rehab for six months and uh, messed up my back, my shoulder. Uh, my right shoulder my throwing arm as well as my neck and my left knee and so as I went through rehab for six months I was as you can imagine devastated because in professional sports you're a product to the system if you're not producing and and producing uh, finances for them you're expendable so I I felt worthless on the inside I felt um, literally lost on the inside out I didn't know where to go and so it was in June of that year I laid before the Lord And i didn't know him and so i laid on the hood of my car and i said god if this is life if if this is life all the misery all the shame all the betrayal all the hurt and pain if this is it i don't want it take me out i said but god i cried out from and i believe it was my spirit man that cried out i said but god i want to know the truth and that's when god began to 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 reveal to me and I, i began to weep on the hood of my car on that starlit night in june of 1997. I knew, Interesting enough, three days later, I was at a widow woman's house. Her name was Margaret Rose Cox. She was 81 years old, precious woman. She loved the Lord, and um, she wanted to serve me. And as as I sat before her, she said something, and I said something. She thought it was funny, and all I heard was her gasp for air. And she didn't do the universal sign. She didn't grab her throat, didn't hit her chest. She literally just sat there, and our conversation went to silence. And as I sat there for the next 35, 40 seconds, I asked her, I said, Mrs. Cox, are you okay? And she couldn't say anything, of course, because she had just literally taken in a bite of a piece of chicken that got lodged in her throat. And so she gets up, and as she feebly begins to turn around and walk away to the the restroom that was seated right off her kitchen, uh, I asked her, Mrs. Cox, are you okay? And she kind of shrugged her hands like, yeah, I'm fine, but she didn't say anything. And she went inside to the half-bathroom. And for a myriad of the next eight to 10 minutes, God unveiled a vision. And He gave me this open vision. And He showed me the moment when I was a child, at the age of two, when my sisters were being violated. And He revealed that love that He showed me at that time and the comfort that He gave me. And then at the age of seven, where I was molested by my dad. And at the age of eight, I was violated and molested and incestually raped by my mom for a pack of cigarettes. And then my five sisters, um, the screams, the taunts, the beatings, all the shame, all the pain, everything encapsulated in all the years of growing up, up to that point, God unveiled in my five sisters who were violated by my dad. And five of them were molested and three of them were raped by my dad. And one of them conceived six times. And she had an abortion at the age of 11 and an abortion at the age of 14, her daddy, my daddy. And she had a miscarriage at the age of 16 because they beat her so bad she lost a child and so in the midst of that she can see three more times those are my half brothers and half nephews and so god unveiled all these things in the midst of this eight to ten minutes and then plus me getting cut from uh, baseball and basketball my senior year so god just showed all the hurts and pains and the rejection the deep roots of rejection that this world had to offer and so when the vision stopped audibly, I heard a father's voice speak to me again. And he said, go check on her. And I felt somebody tap me on the back of the head three times, like I would one of my four boys. Come on, son, let's go. I get up, because whenever the voice spoke, I would just do what the voice said. And that's how I would see the results that God would reveal. I just didn't know it was God. I walked over to the bathroom, and the door was left open about six to eight inches. And as I looked inside, there laid Margaret Rose Cox, She's face plant first. She's pale as a white shirt. She's lifeless, blue lips. She's cool to the touch. She's starting to get clammy. She had no pulse on her throat or on her wrist. And then the audible voice said, pick her up. So I straddled her, and I picked her up. Now keep in mind, I, had, I messed up back, shoulder, knee, and neck. And I still picked her up. And as I picked her up, I stepped into the eatery kitchen. Then the audible voice spoke one word. He said, Heimlich. Well, I'd never done the Heimlich before. I pulled up improperly once and nothing happened. I pulled up a second time and up come a piece of chicken the size of a quarter and I flopped on that kitchen t- uh, floor. And in the midst of this, I'm expecting her to breathe because the, the chicken got dislodged. She wasn't breathing She before. wasn't breathing. She was lifeless. Hmm. And as I'm held, holding her in my arms, there's nothing else I knew to do and in the midst of that widow woman's home came the same presence that i experienced as a little boy at the age of two and that presence of the the resurrection power of jesus came into that widow woman's home at 34th and kessler in indianapolis indiana and god quickened that body back to life and she started gyrating and she started gasping prayer and in the midst of that god didn't stop the goodness of god he was revealing His truth he he revealed his resurrection power and not only did god breathe life into her god healed my shoulder a hundred percent he healed my neck he healed my spine and he healed my left knee at the same time and that was my introduction to the resurrection power of the truth of jesus christ
0: and and you've been running ever since praying for the sick and prophesying dreams and everything in the bible um But you still had issues with shame of what how you were abused, how your sisters were abused. How did you ever get free of the shame and guilt and condemnation that you probably felt for yourself? Well, I started running after God. I I had an expectancy
2: and I tasted of the goodness of God. The Bible says the taste and see that the Lord is good. And I saw that there was a a true Heavenly Father that was, was a true Heavenly Father. That wouldn't have hurt me or violate me or my children, and, and there was a father that loved me. See, the truth is, said you and I. Not a one person that's ever been born ever chose our father or a mother, but we can choose a heavenly father that will not divide us. And so, with the compassion for the hurting, with the compassion that God downloaded in me, the goodness of God to bring healing to the hurting, I uh, just began to seek after the Lord. And as I was reading in Scripture over and over again. And I started seeing thousands and thousands of people being healed, freed, delivered, and saved. God began to reveal to me, even in the midst of all that, that I was still broken and still hurting. There was an anguished little boy on the inside that was just longing for a comfort from a father. And so I began to cry out to God. And He showed me in Scripture in Hebrews chapter 12 since we're surrounded by such a great host of witnesses, Let us cast down everything that ensnares us and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Let us fix our eyes upon Jesus, the author, the perfecter and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame Hmm. and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. And he said, consider him Jesus who endured such great opposition from sinful men so that you would not grow weary and lose heart. And at that moment, God showed me that the shame that I'd went through, the forced shame, the torment, even the shame that I chose after that because of the spirits that had jumped on me that I needed delivered from. God began to show me that he scorned that shame and I had to walk in my authority to reject it. I, and so then I was sitting in a car outside of a, 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 a retail store and I was longing for God. I asked God, I said, God, reveal to me there's something that needs to be freed. I don't understand. And I get a call from a woman by the name of Elaine Poland who was an intercessor. She'd prayed for me to be baptized in the Holy Ghost. And she called me and she said, Stan, the Lord prompted me to call you. And I said, Yes, ma'am. I said, What is it? She said, Well, have you forgiven your father? Hmm. And I said, oh, yes, I, I've forgiven him. You know, like we flippantly we do, we, we say, I, you know, I forgive you, but we don't mean it from a heart. We just say it in our head to clear our mind. And so I said, I said well, yeah, I've, I've forgiven him. And she goes, no, Stan, have you forgiven him as Jesus has forgiven you? Hmm. She said, Stan, God commands us to forgive. And I knew she was right. And immediately I said, oh, Lord, I, I forgive my dad. I don't trust him, but I forgive him. And I forgive him as you forgive me. And all of a sudden, God began to give revelations. And so at that moment in time, I began to really understand that it wasn't just me that had a bondage of unforgiveness. that got set free. I began on the journey to really set the captives free. And the root issue is unforgiveness. It's bitter roots. And the Bible says, see to it that no one uh, takes you captive, and that no bitter root root's up in your heart to cause trouble and defile many. And so I realized that my dad had bitter roots, and that his dad had bitter roots. My mama had bitter roots. And I re- began to realize all the unforgiveness, all the unveiling in my family. And I, I began to see people as treasures, even my enemies. And my dad was my worst enemy. He was the one that commissioned me to go out and protect my sisters as he was
0: violating them behind locked doors. I'll tell you what, hold that thought. When we return, Stan is going to complete that story and pray for complete freedom from all shame, all guilt, all regret, and all unforgiveness. Be right back. We will be
1: right back to It's Supernatural! What lies has the devil told you that keep holding you back from accessing all the promises of God for your life? No matter what the devil has tried to place on you, Jesus has carried all your guilt, shame, and regret, and he wants to set you free. Call now and get Stan Levin's powerful and anointed four-part audio CD teaching series, Total Freedom from Guilt, Shame, and Regret. This is an exclusive offer for our it's Supernatural audience, yours for a donation of $29. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 3818.
2: You have to take authority and reject the shame and forgive those who've wronged you. And we talk about this in this four set CD series of breaking yourself free from all the baggage, all the bondage, all the torment, shame, pain, and generational curses, and even the hexes, vexes, and curses that will come on a person's life. Jesus wants you free.
1: Stan Lovins II grew up in an abusive household where he was told repeatedly that he would never amount to anything. But God had different plans for him, and God has different plans for you. The first CD is How to Hear the Voice of God for Yourself. The second CD is How to Overcome Regret, Shame, Forced Shame and Guilt. The third CD is How to Forgive Yourself with Impartation Prayer. The fourth CD is Activating Miracles in Your Own Life. Through his four-part audio CD teaching series, you will see God's healing power work in your life as Stan sets you free from shame, releases God's anointing to break the yoke of your bondage helps you forgive others as Jesus has first forgiven you demonstrates the impact you can have on others when you walk in God's freedom overcome the pain of molestation incest rape torment shame verbal abuse physical abuse from coaches from parents from teachers from pastors from church authorities
2: you no longer have
1: to live in this
2: bondage you can be free to
1: Don't miss out on getting Stan Lovins powerful and anointed four part audio CD teaching series. Total freedom from guilt, shame and regret. This is an exclusive offer for our It's Supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $29. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 3818. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth It's Supernatural. P.O. Box 39222 Charlotte, North Carolina 28278 Please specify offer number 3818 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. We now return to It's Supernatural! Have I got good news!
0: i kind of preempt Stan. God saved His mom, His sisters. They became believers, filled with the Spirit, delivered. But something amazing happened at your grandmother's funeral. What happened?
2: The Lord is a redeeming God. And um, God's desire is to, to bring healing to not only to us, but to our family members and extended family members. And at my grandmother's home-going celebration, I had been blessed to lead her to Jesus at the age of 84. And she had passed when she was 93. So my, my uncles had asked me to, to preach the homegoing celebration. And you know, I was tremendously honored for that. And as I, I began to share and to testify, I looked out and there was about 150 people at the homegoing celebration. And as you can imagine, with all the hurt, abuse, and shame, there was a lot of tension in the room. And uh, as, as I began to testify to what Jesus had done, um, literally over 120 of them out of 150 made confessions of faith in Jesus Christ. At, at a <laughs> funeral. At a funeral. But it, it didn't stop there. It, it carried over into the home going on, on, and at the burial at the burial uh we we touched on the lord in front of the, the casket um as i stood before the casket i said she's not here she's home in, in heaven but i can tell you i sat before my dad and I, I knelt down and i begged my dad for forgiveness in the midst of that moment to forgive my dad um, and he said, "No, you, you've never done anything wrong." And, and I said, "No, I, I, I've wronged you. I need to ask you for forgiveness." And, and he said, "What's that for?" And I said, uh, for, "For not forgiving you sooner." And I shared that openly at the at the burial site. And all of a sudden, there were screams and cries because people were gasping because the revelation that they have not forgiven even others around them. And we had revival break out at the gravesite, and the power of the Holy Spirit began to transform lives. And people were swallowed out in the glory of God. In Jesus' name.
0: Your father, tell me about the moment that he got saved.
2: Well, it was, it was June 9th of 2019. He was on his deathbed, and he'd told us five different times that he only had an hour or two hours to live. As I'm driving to the hospital, I, there was this righteous um, anger that rose up into me. And I, I, I prophesied for this because I said, oh, no. I said, Satan, I turned him over to you 10 years prior to. You've done your job to sift him so that his soul shall be saved. I said, now today is a day of salvation and today he shall be saved. So as I arrived at the ICU and I walked in, and he's got tubes down his throat, he can't speak audibly, I I looked into his eyes and I saw literally a scared little boy. And I began to see a, a grown man, but yet a scared boy on the inside. And the Lord told me to grab hold of his hand. Now keep in mind, I had to grab hold of this code-claiming hand, the same hand that violated me, the same hand that violated my sisters and my mom and everybody else that he had ever violated. And the Lord said, look at him in the eyes. And I said, today, I said, you're going to spend eternity in one of two places. You're going to spend it in hell, where you're destined to at this moment, or you're going to spend it in heaven. And I said, if you can hear the sound of my voice, I want you to squeeze my hand. And he squeezed my hand. I said, if you can understand what I'm speaking to you, squeeze my hand. So methodically, I walked him through repentant prayer. And and after he repented and gave his heart to Jesus, tears started welling up in his eyes. And then I walked him through a series of forgiveness of forgiving loved ones, his dad, his mom, his his uh, siblings, and others that abused him and violated him. And then. I said, now it's time to forgive you. And when he forgave himself, literally demons came screaming up off of him. And in the midst of that, God healed his kidneys. He 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 was on 100% dialysis for his kidneys. And God healed his kidneys 100%. And then immediately two doctors came in and asked me if I could pray for them. So we had a total of five doctors, six nurses that got born again. Several of them got filled with the Holy Ghost, including my sister, who had been uh, living at the home. She got delivered, and she got set free. She had never, ever lived outside of that home. But God broke those chains and literally brought forth healing ten years after I turned him over to Satan to be sifted. That's a powerful, awesome God that we serve her.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know There are people watching us right now and they desperately want to know Jesus, something you've said has touched their heart, what should they do right at this second? Right now, first of all, trust that
2: Jesus Christ died on the cross for you. He died because He loved you so much that He took on your sin, your shame, the for shame, everything that you've been through, everything I've been through, Jesus took it on. I brought a couple demonstrations out here today for you. This is the baseball. This is ripped open, bleeding from the inside out. That was me. I was, I was wretched. There was darkness inside my heart. But God knew he wouldn't quit on me, and he's not quitting on you. He's able to, when I cried out to God, when I cried out to Jesus, He literally did a mighty work to pull me back together, to stitch me back together, to wash me as white as snow, and redeem me by the blood of Jesus to make me whole. He'll do the same for you today. You don't have to be here where you're ripped open, bleeding from the inside out anymore. God wants to put you back in the game. He makes. He's a creator. He's a divine creator. And your old creation can go, a new creation can come. So right now, right where you're at, you can just say, Jesus Jesus, I trust you. I trust you. You died on the cross for my sin. You died on a cross my, for shame, my sins. My shame my pain. My pain. So by your authority, Jesus. So by your authority. I reject Jesus. all the darkness. I reject all the all darkness, condemnation. All condemnation and I accept you, Jesus. And I
0: accept you into my life into my you life. You rose from the dead. You, rose from you the conquered dead. death. You conquered death. A place called hell. A place called And the grave. And the grave. To
2: liberate me today. To liberate me I today. accept you, Jesus. I accept you. As Jesus. my Lord. As, my, As Lord. my Savior. As my Savior. As my God. As my God. Jesus, thank you. Jesus,
0: thank you. For loving. You. For loving. The hell right out of me. For loving the hell right out. I'm not holding on to hell anymore. I'm not holding on to hell In Jesus' anymore. name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Pray briefly to be free of shame and guilt
2: right now, if you've had shame and pain, and we've all had it, maybe it wasn't to the extreme of what I've been through. Maybe it's been worse. Maybe you've been through sex trafficking. Maybe you've been uh, violated by word curses, or have coaches, or parents, or mentors, or teachers that have berated you and tormented you, and, and, and literally you've been isolated into a box of shame, regret, fear, and torment. God wants to liberate you right now. Listen, Jesus Christ going to all shame. We have authority. If you've given your heart to Jesus, you have His authority to reject the shame. So right now, repeat after me. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I reject all shame. I reject all shame, All pain. All pain. Literally to hell with it. Literally to I'm not holding on to it anymore I'm not holding on to by it your authority Jesus By your authority I choose I choose to be, to be obedient to your word to your word and I choose to forgive and I choose to forgive as you've forgiven me Jesus as you've forgiven me I choose to forgive I choose to forgive and you literally name the people that have wronged you, hurt you violated you right now and right now say I forgive myself.
0: Forgive myself,
2: and I trust you, Jesus. And I trust you, Jesus. Fill me with the power of the Holy Ghost. Fill me with the power of the Holy Ghost. And the Holy Fire. And the Holy It's going out all shame. It's going out all pain. All pain. All, all condemnation. Let's go. All condemnation. Because I'm born again. I'm born again. And I'm healed. And I'm healed. This moment. This moment. In Jesus' name.
0: In Jesus' Amen. name. Amen. 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 Hallelujah.
1: What lies as the devil told you that keep holding you back from accessing all the promises of God for your life? No matter what the devil has tried to place on you, Jesus has carried all your guilt, shame and regret, and he wants to set you free. Call now and get Stan Levin's powerful and anointed four-part audio CD teaching series, Total Freedom from Guilt, Shame and Regret. This is an exclusive offer for our it's Supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $29. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number... number... 3818.
2: You have to take authority and reject the shame and forgive those who've wronged you. And we talk about this in this four set CD series of breaking yourself free from all the baggage, all the bondage, all the torment, shame, pain, and generational curses, and even the hexes, vexes, and curses that will come on a person's life. Jesus wants you free.
1: Stan Lovins II grew up in an abusive household where he was told repeatedly that he would never amount to anything. God had different plans for him, and God has different plans for you. The first CD is How to Hear the Voice of God for Yourself. The second CD is How to Overcome Regret, Shame, Forced Shame and Guilt. The third CD is How to Forgive Yourself with Impartation Prayer. The fourth CD is Activating Miracles in Your Own Life. Through his four-part audio CD teaching series, you will see God's healing power work in your life as Stan sets you free from shame, releases God's anointing to break the yoke of your bondage helps you forgive others as Jesus has first forgiven you. Demonstrates the impact you can have on others when you walk in God's freedom. Overcome the pain of molestation, incest, rape, torment, shame, verbal abuse, physical abuse from coaches, from parents, from teachers, from pastors, from church authorities.
2: You no longer have to live in this bondage. You can be free
1: today. Don't miss out on getting Stan Lovins' powerful and anointed four-part audio CD teaching series. Total freedom from guilt, shame, and regret. This is an exclusive offer for our it's Supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $29. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 3818. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural. P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 3818 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. Next week on It's Supernatural.
0: Hi, I'm Robert Henderson. Do you feel there has been obstacles in your life hindering you from experiencing
2: your breakthrough? Join me on the next It's Supernatural with Sid Roth. Find out how to overcome those obstacles and get
0: your prayers answered.